Sat Nam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. We captured such a great moment the other day. And I had to listen to it again in order to recapture that moment because only a moment knows what a moment is. Music by you, words by Yogi Bhajan. We are the people, the people of love. Let us people love today. We are the people, the people of love. Let us people the love today. Sing in Sana. Sanam, 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 Wahe Guru. Sanam, 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 Wahe Guru. We are the people, people of love. Let us people. We are the people, the people of love. Let us people love today. We are the people, the people of love. Let us people love today. Sing in Sanam, 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 Sanam. Sadlam, Sadlam, Mahe Guru Sadlam, 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 Sadlam Sadlam, Sadlam, Mahe Guru We are the people, the people I love Let us people 
We are the people, the people of love. Let us be born love today.
Isn't it good? See, this is what we have to teach our children to do with the pressures of this world. Because the pressures of this world are always there. It's the nature of nature. Existence exists because of tension, pressure, stress, and friction. The four constants plus white noise. That's the fifth, that's the fifth constant of the Aquarian age. Don't leave the stage yet. What we teach is that slide through. Right? So this is we are the people, the people of love. Let us people love today. That has no slide through. Right? That's like a march. Up, two, three, four, up, two, three, four, up, two, three, four, up, two, three, four. Slide through is when you... But when kids do that, adults say, quit fooling around. What are you smiling at? Stop laughing, right? But you have to teach children. We are the people doing that in India, the Indians who were trained by the British over the last like 350 years, right, to be stiff upper lips, said, oh, that's too showmany. That's too showmany. And I said, it's perfect. And we got our kids to realize that when that criticism comes, Slip it. And they won't even know it. They'll think that it's landed. So when the criticism comes into your world, just slip it. Keep smiling and slip it. So now, what I want you to do is this. sounds is you. We're all just worried about how bad ours sounds. So this, you know. And the only difference between a professional singer and an amateur is that the professional, when they hit a bad note, smiles. The bad one grimaces. The amateur grimaces. You know?
invent a new rhythm, invent a new melody. are lighting up, and so is your aura. We've done this exercise at places where they have Carillion cameras, right, and they can photograph your aura, and 
before you've done this, your aura is like this, and after you've done this, your aura has escaped out through the confines. Because if you're hiding who you are, you're also hiding your auric field, because your auric field is going to spot on give you away. So if you're not being you, then you're not being your full you, which means you're also not being your electromagnetic you. And they've been doing studies on the human brain, and they all thought that the human brain's electrical signal was so, so dim that it was only meant to be within the brain. And they thought, okay, well that makes sense because if it was stronger, then your brain would be affecting my brain. Which in fact, it is. <clears throat> but the thing is that until you're trained, you can't distinguish what's your brain, what's my brain. So you think it's all your brain. And you're having thoughts that aren't your thoughts, feelings that aren't your feelings. But when you're trained to know, you can identify because every thought has an identity attached to it. And then when you experience someone else's thought, you can experience their call for help. And every thought is a call for help. It could be a thought way up here. A thought way up here is a call for help. Get me way up here. Help. And a thought here is way up here is a thought that helped me to get way up here. So every thought is a call for help. And you have the capacity, because your capacity is infinity, you have the capacity to help no matter how high the thought is, you can help. But the only way that you can help, that no matter how high the thought is, you can help, is that if you just have this really insane idea that you can. Because that is not normal. Normal holds it in. Normal tries to hit the note. You can never hit the note. Your voice is like a fretless instrument. And a fretless instrument, these are frets, right? These are all, these, these bars here are, are frets. And what this does is it allows you to attach the string to that bar so that it always hits the right note. A violin is a fretless instrument. A stand-up bass is a fretless instrument. A trombone is a fretless instrument. What Oshri is playing is a fretted instrument because it has specific notes. A trumpet is a fretless instrument even though it has keys. Those are only three keys and it can hit all the notes. You can never hit the note. You always have to hit kind of close to the note or not kind of close to the note and then bend it into the note. But you will never take the opportunity to bend it into the note if when you hit the note that's not the note, it freaks you out. Because you will be paralyzed at that moment. And that's the difference between one who can sing and one who can't sing. The one who can't sing is always just leaving it at the bad beginnings. All beginnings are bad. Even relationships begin poorly. Oh yeah, there's that, oh, oh my goodness, you know. But that's just nonsense. The reality comes after a while. After that, wears off. And then people say, oh, I still love you. you know. 
I still love you. (laughs) But I'm not in love with you. And that's because you're just completely closed off. The love that's always there, you're not experiencing because you can't experience it. Same thing with your voice. You've got to be in love with your voice. No, I mean, like, come on. Louis Armstrong? Emphasis added. <laughs> Louis Armstrong? <laughs> if you started singing and you sounded like that, you would be so embarrassed you would never sing again. He was in love with his voice. It didn't matter how it sounded, he was in love with it. And therefore, so was everybody else. Because his brain was influencing the brains of all those people around him and all those people that heard him. Because what science is discovering is that even though that, that signal is very, very dim, it's a very low signal inside your brain, it actually attaches to any electromagnetic field. And there's an electromagnetic field around every physical body. It's called your aura. It can be very small or it can be very vast. But your electromagnetic field, if we are near each other, is interlacing with each other. So now my thought travels, my signal travels into my electromagnetic field. Your electromagnetic field mingles with mine. Now my thoughts in your electromagnetic field, now it's infected your brain. The power of prayer. Prayer, holding that thought, allowing that thought to focus, allowing that thought to mature. There's nothing more powerful than the prayer of a mother. Why the prayer of a mother? Because her electromagnetic field is the same exact mitochondria as the child's electromagnetic field. The most influential part of the human cell, of the cell, is the mitochondria. And the mitochondria only has the DNA. It's the heart of the cell. Only has the DNA of the mother. The father's isn't there in the mitochondria. So there's nothing more powerful than the prayer of a mother. But there's also nothing more powerful than prayer. Period. Because prayer allows you to hold a thought until it's fully permeated your electromagnetic field, then it permeates others' fields, then it permeates others' fields. And also understand this, and Einstein worked with this extensively, And they've proved it using human cells subsequently. That when you send a thought out to someone you know, when you think about someone you know, that thought actually registers in their electromagnetic field because that's their address. That's why we chant the chant, Rama Dasa, Guru Guru Wahe Guru, Guru Ram Das Guru. Because that's our Generic address. Remember me breaking it down? Wow. Wahe. Wow. Guru. We are the light that comes from darkness, right? That's one general identity. We narrow it down even further. 
<clears throat> we exist within that system that has a Ra, Sun, a Ma, Moon, a Da, Earth, and a Sa, Breath of Life. In other words, here I am, here I am is what we're saying. Here I am, here I am. Guru, Guru, Wahe, Guru, Guru, Rama, Dasa, Guru. Here I am, here I am. Now imagine there's somebody who's even left their body. They're no longer existing in a physical form on the earth. Nothing's changed. Now they are just their electromagnetic field. And electromagnetic fields hold information. That's how you record on a hard drive. That's how you record on a solid-state drive. That's how you used to record on magnetic tape. It was all done with electromagnetics. They're finding that the same thing is done with optics. They'll find that light also records those same things. So all you are after you drop your body is the leftover electromagnetic field containing all the information that was you. Containing all of the lessons that you've already achieved and the lessons that you have let yet to achieve that are sitting in waiting. And that's what's known as your consciousness, also known as your spirit. And that travels with you. And all that you're doing with this electromagnetic field is that you're giving it the experience of experience. And the key is to not be lost in the experience, but be lost because of the experience so that you can re-merge into that electromagnetic field. In other words, this physical form gives you an experience. But if you're only dealing with the experience of this physical form, then you're lost. But if you get lost in the experience of this physical form, then you're found in the electromagnetics. And that's why music, and definitely music that is, as they said, too showmany, right? Definitely get into the showman music, the showwoman music. Definitely get into where you're just losing yourself, right? As a matter of fact, really losing yourself is called, in Christianity, is called speaking in tongues. In Judaism, it's called davening. Right? In Islam, it's called dervish. Right? And you know, they always have their head tilted so that they can recycle the kundalini or recircle the kundalini. So every great faith has that experience of being lost except the stiff upper lip. If it's just do it like it's done. Just memorize and repeat. Play the notes as the notes. You're singing off key. Please go to the back of the room. Right? 
all these limiting factors are completely counterintuitive. They are contrary to your capacity to be intuitive, which means that you're merging and you're understanding what the information is in that merger. And they're proving it now, scientifically measuring it. Einstein said that it wouldn't matter how many billions of light years, trillions of light years, you would separate two electrons spinning from the same atom. That the moment you changed the spin of one, the other one would simultaneously change. This is that nature this is that nature of consciousness. Consciousness can span any distance and there's no time for it to travel because it doesn't need to travel. It's multi-located and it's a mirror image, it's a parallel image in each location. So send me a good thought and I will receive it. Whether I am aware of that receptivity is up to me. But your job is done. Send a good thought. Then send a thought that follows the good thought with a thought that you should open up to the good thought. <laughs> Think about beauty in the eyes of the beholder. When I look at you and I just suddenly think that you're beautiful, it registers a circuit in my brain, the circuit of beauty. Now that is going to go out through my electromagnetic field, it's going to join with yours, it's going to reflect off of you, it's going to come back to me through my electromagnetic field. And I'm going to receive back the beauty that I thought that was sent out and reflected back at me. Now that beauty that's reflected back at me, strikes me, and it inspires me. It inspires me to see beauty. So now I'm more open to your beauty. So now you're becoming more beautiful. Even though you're a jerk, you're becoming more beautiful. And I am ignoring, I'm ignorant, I'm ignoring your jerkiness, and I am compounding your beauty. Now, what do you think our relationship is going to be like? A, a couple of jerks or really beautiful? beautiful? Really beautiful. But if I go to somebody that knows you're a jerk and tell them how beautiful our relationship is, what will they think of me? <laughs> I'm either a jerk or I'm ignorant or I'm a fool. And they might even say that to me. They might even say, well, you're a jerk, you're a fool, you're an idiot. You don't really know who they are. Now that's interesting if somebody says you don't really know who somebody is because everybody is everything. So you're a jerk, you're an idiot, you're a beauty, you're, you're all those things. But what part of me do you want to relate to? Do you want to relate to my jerk, my idiot, or do you want to relate to my beauty? And that's the way it is with everything, isn't it? With everyone. But in order to make ourselves safe, in order to make ourselves feel safe, We've said we're going to assign danger. 
And if we assign enough danger around the world, or around our world, then we'll identify where it is, we'll know where it is, and we'll know where the danger is in our life. Now we're safe because we know where the danger is. But is that where the danger is? Is that where the jerk is? Everywhere is where the jerk is. Everywhere is where the danger is. And everywhere is where the beauty is. So which way are you going to play? Are you going to play it safe? Or are you going to play it dangerous? That was a question. Deserves an answer. And if you play it dangerous, which means you're going, to be, you're going to be sliding the moments, right? What are you going to have to do to those people that are absolutely fixated on you needing to be safe? You're going to have to slide their information, aren't you? Hmm. So that they don't know you're playing it dangerous. Because if you throw the danger in their face, what are they going to do? They're going to have a horrible reaction. And that's why the zero card, the first card of the major arcana of that old system of divination called the Tarot is what? The fool. Because we are the Vedantana people. Let us people. That's foolish. That's foolish, isn't it? Sure does feel good, though, doesn't it? And that good feeling ignites physical conditioning inside of you that expands your aura, connects you to those around you, allows you to see their beauty. And begins to multiply it. And that is what is called forgiveness. That is the scientific structure of forgiveness. Forgiveness is not, well, it's okay what you did. We will just put it aside. Let bygones be bygones. <laughs> that is no more put aside than the nose on their face, is it? Huh? No. Forgiveness is that you know it's there and you know its polarity is there. And that's the only way that you can develop a relationship with anybody. You can only develop a relationship not by hoping that they never hurt you, hoping that they never disappoint you, hoping that they never discourage you. That is impossible because they're filled with disappointment. They're filled with discouragement. They're filled with betrayal. And so are you. So if in a moment something slips and they trigger your sense of betrayal or disappointment or discouragement and that starts to lock into a cycle that's going to compound itself, then they are just 
finished. Ever had that experience? Raise your hand. <laughs> we all have that experience. We're masters of that experience because we're 21st century humans on this very unusual planet Earth that is by nature the most beautiful on you can imagine and by human nature the most ridiculous. Isn't it? And every four years the clowns come out. And put on a circus. That was a political jab. <laughs> hmm? Take hold of your knees. So, in your work, in this set, we're working on three things specifically. We're working on increasing our electromagnetic field. We're working on strengthening our nerves so that the energy flowing through them is going to be really, really precise. And we're working on creating that connection. Yogi Bhajan, when video became common and they would pause his video, and every once in a while they would pause his video when he was like this, you know, one of those things like which is that expression in between other expressions that nobody ever sees in, in normal life, right? But when you pause a video, you see it quite clearly. And he said, that explains it. He said, the ancients would say, never stop the action in your brain in a moving scene because whatever you stop on is going to fixate. So he came up with this expression of, don't take still photos in a moving scene. Don't take a still photo in a moving scene because you're going to fixate on the expression of that still photo. That gives you the opportunity when you're dealing with yourself. When you hit a note, when you hit a moment where you're off key, you're out of tune, bend it. Learn from your mistake and bend it. Don't stay with your mistake and punish it. That's why in our school we give credit for mistakes as much as getting it right because whenever you make a mistake you're trying something that you don't know how to do and that requires courage. So when you hit a note or when you try for a note that you've never hit before take the courage, try for the note and fail terribly and then bend from that failure toward the success and do that not only with your notes in music but your notes in life. Make those mistakes then bend toward the corrections and by not taking a stagnant, a static photo or a static impression you'll allow for that bending which allows for that sliding, which allows for that we are the people, people of love. Bless you for joining us. 
Visit gurusingh.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.